My name is Kanan Townsend, Director of Education and Outreach at the Robert Russo Moat Museum located in Farmville, Virginia, and this is a new podcast that we are going to call If You Don't Know, Now You Know. It's a podcast in which we're going to focus and take a, a quick dive on different historical topics, people, etc. Today we're going to be talking a little bit about Loving versus Virginia, the Supreme Court case from 1967. As I'm recording this, it is the 53rd anniversary of Loving v. Virginia. Now, Loving v. Virginia is the case that legalizes marriage equality for people marrying outside of their race. In these episodes, we're going to give you just a little bit of information about them. It's meant to be something quick that you can listen to pretty easily, but leave with a pretty functional understanding of whatever the topic it was that we were covering. Now, in order to talk about Loving v. Virginia, we have to go back to the year 1924 and the legacy of the time before then. In 1924 in Virginia, a law was passed called the Racial Integrity Act. Now, essentially, the Racial Integrity Act did two things. The first is that it defined essentially what race was and what it wasn't. So to define what white was and what colored was it legalized a term that we kind of still hear from time to time known as the one drop rule. If you have any drop of colored blood in your body, you are indeed colored and not 100% white. And so this law in 1924 reads partially as follows. It shall hereafter be unlawful for any white person in this state to marry any save a white person or a person with no other admixture of blood than white and American Indian. For the purpose of this act, the term white person shall apply only to the person who has no trace whatsoever of any blood other than Caucasian. But persons who have one sixteenth or less of the blood of the American Indian and have no other Caucasic blood shall be deemed to be white persons. All laws herefore passed and now in effect regarding the intermarriage of white and colored persons shall apply to marriages prohibited by this act. So essentially it made it illegal for you to marry outside your race and it defined what it meant to be a colored person. Now here we have Richard Loving and Mildred Jeter in Caroline County, Virginia. Richard and Mildred fell in love and they decided that they would like to get married. Uh, but of course that was illegal in Virginia per the aforementioned racial integrity law. And so they decide in June of 1958 to go to neighboring Washington, D.C. to get married because it was legal there. So they did get married and then they decided to return home in Caroline County. So to make a long story short, I mean, essentially the, the sheriff's office, the police bust into their house in the middle of the night uh, and ask what's going on. Richard kind of indicates towards the marriage license that this is my, you know, this is my wife. And so they're both arrested and they're sent to one year in jail. So the sentence actually gets suspended under the condition that they leave Virginia. Actually, a, a pretty famous quote from from the legal filings uh, from Judge Leon Bazile reads as follows. Almighty God created the races, white, black, yellow, Malay, and red, and he placed them on separate continents. And but for the interference with his arrangement, there would be no cause for such marriages. The fact that he separated the races shows that he did not intend for the races to mix. So they do go to live in D.C., but it was not favorable. You know, they, they, they were born and raised in, in the country, you know, and, and they liked the area better. They didn't like the pace of Washington, D.C. Uh, and there are some there are some incidents that happened there. So they decided to move back to Virginia, but but live in secret. 
And so they decide that they do they want to sue to be able to live together and to legalize their marriage in, in Virginia. So they reach out to the ACLU, the American Civil Liberties Union, and they had lawyer Philip J. Hirschkop and Bernard Cohen, who were the lawyers who took the case, both very young in, in their careers. Uh, and this was their first significant major case that they were going to be taking, hopefully all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. So so they fought. And they, there were some, some losses along the way, of course, but with the end goal of making it all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court, which eventually they do. Now, the Lovings actually don't attend the Supreme Court decision in person. They opted to stay in Virginia with each other, and the lawyers asked Richard if he had anything to say or that he wanted them to say when he got into court. And Richard said, tell the judge I love my wife. In a unanimous decision in 1967, the U.S. Supreme Court overturned all of the state laws restricting marriage on the basis of race. And here is a quote from Chief Justice Earl Warren. Under our Constitution, the freedom to marry or not to marry a person of another race resides with the individual and cannot be infringed by the state. Essentially, the argument was similar to what Brown v. Board was. You know, so they violated these citizens' 14th Amendment right to equal protection under the law. They were happily married to each other in Virginia for eight years until 1975 when Richard Loving passed away. He uh, got killed by a drunk driver. Mildred lived until 2008 where she passed away of pneumonia. Donald Loving died in 2000. Sidney Loving, their other son, eldest son, died in 2010. And Peggy Loving is the only remaining Loving child. Now let's talk real quickly about resources. If you want to know more about the Loving decision and the Lovings themselves, I encourage you to watch The Loving Story, a film by Nancy Bariski, which is actually a PBS documentary that does a fantastic job in 77 minutes of telling the story in a very full way. There's also a feature film just called Loving that came out a few years back. It is actually pretty interesting. It's about two hours long. If you have young children who are looking to learn more about this case, there's a children's book called The Case for Loving, The Fight for Interracial Marriage by Selena Alco and illustrated by Sean Qualls and Selena Alco, who are actually a married couple who are interracial marriage themselves. And so if you want more information, those will be some great resources. Because of their fight, we are able to live and reap the rewards of this decision and their actions. So we do thank them, and that has been the Loving v. Virginia. If you don't know, now you know. Thanks. Tune in for the next one.